Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about The Edge of Seventeen? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. Hello. Wow. Oh, my goodness. goodness. We said hello at the the same same time. time. We can't stop. I love like that's a trope of mine that I love like I know, a favorite trope yeah. of mine where they like said the same thing at the same time. And they time. just like can't stop yeah. and like you stop. No, you stop. But they're so, saying it and saying it's so good. It's I pretty love good. It. It's, it is really it's funny. Good. Yeah. So I pulled up the the movie to watch it today and I was like shit there's another movie called edge of 17 i I was like i'm 99 percent sure we were talking about the woody harrelson one yeah i have a history with the other one Mm -hmm. that's kind of funny so when i was in high school i would frequent blockbuster of course uh, yeah yeah, and um frequent blockbuster so much that i became like a regular so i was kind of like like store buddies with the people that worked there (laughs) you know and so me and my two closest friends in high school we would go there frequently as well like i went there by myself a lot but we would also go there frequently together and the original the edge of 17 movie from like wait so is this so is this a remake no i don't well i don't know i never saw it but i don't think so okay okay no because the the movie edge of 17 that came out i think is like in the 80s or early 90s is lgbtq right right and this movie is a totally different story i think i never saw it but anyway we would well, always <laughs> it would always amuse us because that movie somehow we stumbled upon that movie i think it was in like the new release section or like some I, it, I don't think it was a new release at that time but it was in some section that you had to walk by every time mm-hmm. and it caught our eye and because it was always checked out so it became a game to see if edge of 17 was checked out and every time we went into the store it was checked out <laughs> and it became like this joke to us we're like is this movie that popular or did one person have it so we finally like one day we're kind of laughing and we walked to the counter and we're like what's the story with edge of 17 how come it's never here and the guy was like edge of 17 like he didn't even know what we were talking about and so we took him over to the movie case and he's like hmm and he looked and he didn't really have much information but he's like i don't know does somebody must have just never returned it so <laughs> yeah, the mystery maybe. the mystery is that who knows when it was checked out and you and never got to see somebody, it somebody <laughs> yeah now it's streaming so i guess i could watch it but i like kind of like the mystery you know right. but anyway somebody in grand rapids somebody <laughs> has that movie and they know the story of what happened to it yeah but i'll probably i don't know we'll never and, know and uh uh, so blockbuster video on Plainfield by the highway if anyone is listening <laughs> that may know where that uh particular movie went but anyway and then fast forward i kind of forgot about that whole incident that whole event that movie this was before streaming so right. i just sort of chalked it up to like a movie i'd probably never be able to watch and then <laughs> within the last couple of years well when this movie came out when this movie was released i was like they totally stole the movie title from the other movie and uh i didn't even know it existed until and today then, and that <laughs> so that like made me think of it it brought it back in my head right and then within the last couple of years i noticed that it was streaming and i was like oh my gosh now it's at like i can just watch it whenever i want right you know right. so <laughs> 
kind of lost the novelty almost because it's like I've never watched. It's it. available whenever you want to see it. Yeah, and I and still now, haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had no idea that this movie even. I mean, the other one existed until today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny but, if you watched that one. <laughs> we just started talking about two different movies. <laughs> I was thinking that too, but the thing is. We, like, when this movie came out in theaters, we had talked about seeing it, but then mm-hmm. I, for, for some reason, I was like, eh, whatever. And you were like, hey, I'm going to go see it. Is it okay if I see it? And I was like, totally, go see it. Like, enjoy yourself, whatever. And so, I just never saw it until now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I used to have this personal um, tradition with myself where after Thanksgiving, I would go see a movie and I would get like overwhelmed by family gatherings. And I oh, just was dude. like, I need to decompress. <laughs> I totally get that. Because I, I really <laughs> like Thanksgiving, but it was just, you know, it's just. Oh, yeah. And uh, sometimes on Christmas, I would see a movie too. Like when I, once after I moved out of the house and uh, I saw Edge of 17 on Thanksgiving, what, that year it came out. Nice. So, yeah. So I even, I don't think I've watched anything new or anything like that. Hmm. Have you? Anything you want to talk about? Mm, no, I, I don't think mm. I have. I've been playing. So the new Zelda game. Oh came yeah, out, that's right. So that's How is fun. it? It's pretty good. It's so vast and is expansive, it? and but it's kind of like riding a bike because the f- the controls are similar to the first game, and there's a lot of similarities. So it, it kind of feels familiar, but new at the same time, which is really fun. Is it open world? Oh, big time! Nice. It's a huge world. Nice. It's crazy. I wish Sims was open world. I guess the third season was, or the third season, uh-huh. the, <laughs> the third game was, but the fourth game is not. You have to wait like 20 minutes for each screen to load. I'm just exaggerating. It's more like a minute <laughs> or two, but it's still, it's like when you're just like sitting there and you're like, yep, going to the, the karaoke bar, meeting her friends. <laughs> and that's yeah. why I create all these crazy scenarios because... I get bored. <laughs> you know? I'm like, what should I do next? What is the next thing I should do that will destroy these Sims lives? Oh, yeah. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what I think. And that's how I prepare with all of my stories is that I think first destroy and then second, more destruction. Yeah. And it's great. And it's really fun. <laughs> yes. I like that. Thank you. I know. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So. Oh, I did start watching the Brooke Shields movie, Pretty Baby. Oh, I want to see that. It's in two parts. So I've watched all of the first part and half of the second part. Just because it's not any indictment on the movie. It's just I usually, it's like on one random day, I'll want to watch something while I'm eating. (laughs) I get that. And then when I'm done eating, I stop it because I'm like, well, I want to be able to pay attention to it. So I can't like. (laughs) get up and move around and watch it still so right i've been watching it in small increments and it's pretty good it's pretty sad but it's really interesting and i really i know who like i knew who brooke shields was but it's interesting to like get it from like a very in-depth story about how she became famous and what she came from and her life and so it's it's pretty interesting it's it was on hulu it's on hulu i want to yeah i want to see that um I don't, yeah, I don't really know a lot about her. I mean, I've seen, I've seen stuff, but, like, the last thing I saw was Endless Love, and that was from, oh, no, 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 was that Cariola's movie, it was was a Christmas movie that she oh, did with Cariola's. Hallmark one? Yeah, and I was like really weirded out the entire film because he had a Scottish accent and I was like, please just speak in your normal British accent. Yeah, <laughs> like the entire time I was like I was like, it's what like 
to hear him have an American accent is one thing. That's fine because I'm used to that. But for some reason, the Scottish like totally threw me off. Like I was like, I do, this is too close to British. I don't like it. Return it. Go back, please. Thank you. <laughs> Start <laughs> over. Done. Try it again. Page one. Rewrite. I was, like, I was like, just have him dub over his voice and his British accent and just make it in Britain. Oh, and then they'd all have to be British. You know, it doesn't matter. We're all American. We don't notice anyway. <laughs> You notice. <laughs> I notice. That's true. I did notice. But I would say that I am more of an observer of things like that than the average person. I don't know. I am, I think. You don't think? I'm not saying you're not. <laughs> I'm saying you are observant, but I don't know if I don't know if like the majority of people wouldn't notice. <laughs> true. Is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. They could have him be living in Scotland and be British. <laughs> there yeah, we go. Why not? Problem solved. But I mean, I Mary Queen it. of Scots was Scottish. Yeah. And that's, was she? <laughs> I don't know. She was a Queen of Scots. <laughs> she. I don't know if that uh, has anything to do with anything. I just wanted to say <laughs> something smart. <laughs> so I always confuse her with Mary Queen of England. Well, that's a rookie mistake. I know, because Mary Queen of England is a tutor. She's a tutor. And then Mary Queen of Scots was not. She was a cousin, okay. I believe. Which one is the Bloody Mary one? Mary Queen, Mary Tudor. Mary Tudor, mm-hmm. Mary Queen of England. Yes. Okay. Because okay. she did like, she was, was she, she was either Catholic or Protestant, mm-hmm. and whichever one she was, she persecuted the other. Right, So let's right. say she's super Catholic, she persecuted Protestants. right. Right. I think that's the way it went. I think, I think she persecuted she, Protestants. Really? I don't know. I don't. And then I think when Elizabeth, See, I think it's the her opposite, but I'm not sure. sister, came to power, she made it more equal for everyone. Mm. A little bit. I don't know how much. But. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't. For like how much the uh, how much like Hollywood loves putting out like Tudor stuff about the Henry King Henry the Eighth. Sometimes I'm just like. There are other kings. <laughs> Can we do something different? You know what I mean? Like, it, like anything. Like I'm, I'm just, I just don't. I'm just tired of hearing about King Henry the Eighth because I've just heard about it over and Big over time. and over again. It you is know? a tired storyline. It is. And, it's really uh, tired. I agree. There's generations of kings. Well, and there's like just, if not even worse ones out there too. You know what I mean? I just think yeah. everyone's so fascinated because they're like, that guy was married six times and he killed a bunch of his wives and I'm like, yeah, but like yeah. we've done this story before, so like time to do something different, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's why Robin Hood is so fresh. So <laughs> Robin Hood is so fresh. Yeah. Do you remember do you remember when we were we were at some movie and there was a advertisement playing for the <laughs> new robin hood and i was like oh what's this movie and you go it's obviously robin hood and i was like i'd never seen the trailer before it and sounds like me but i don't remember it you were so snooty it was so funny and like <clears throat> i'd never seen the trailer before and then it like it was like robin hood whatever blah blah, blah. and i was like how was i supposedly supposed to know that but you were like it's obviously Lauren, listen because much like henry the eighth the story of robin hood is done so many times i know it was one of the taron egerton oh yeah. yeah was that a what's his name film uh i think it was guy Ritchie. guy Ritchie, yeah, yeah. or something I, yeah i feel like well he did king arthur 
Are we? Are, did he do the Robin Hood as well? Who did the Robin Hood one? Let's look it up. Let's look it up, my girl. I don't know why I said that. That was weird. Well, I liked it. Oh, thanks. It made me feel Robin special. Robin Hood, 2018. That sounds about right. I was pretty snooty that year. <laughs> oh, no. Otto Bathurst. Oh, that's who I was going to say. Mm, totally. It's a Bathurst film. Um, I'm wondering what else he did. Oh, he did a couple Peaky Blinders, some Black Mirror, um, one named Billy the Kid, Halo, his Dark Materials, Hysteria. So he's done a couple things. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, you should know your Robin Hoods. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, shoot. There's the new uh, Mission Impossible trailer coming out. Yeah. I almost don't want to watch it. Yeah. I love just like... I love trailers. I love being surprised, though. There's a new Oppenheimer trailer out that uh, gets pretty excited to see the movie. I'm excited to see it, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, be fun. <laughs> it's going to be... It's going to be cool. Uh, I made... Like, I did the quote. I was, like, talking to someone about... Oh, yeah, it was a trivia thing. I was playing trivia. It was Trivial Pursuit. And it was from 93. <laughs> and there were questions about, like, the USSR in there. And we were like, oh, boy, this is really old. <laughs> wow. So, and, um, and one of the questions was about robert oppenheimer and i knew the answer and then i said like the quote that he says is like i am i am become death destroyer of worlds and everyone was just kind of silent and i was like does everyone just like think i'm a weirdo for saying that when that's like what he said by the way that's actually not his it's from the bagada vagida well it is a hard word to say Bagada davida no <laughs> bavagad gita i think in davida no it's a hindu text and it got a Davida baby. <laughs> and it got a Davida baby. Yeah, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. I might yeah. have seen that word written, but I also Baba don't know God how to. Or something. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a hard word to say for me. Anyway, um, but yeah, and I just felt kind of weird about it, and I was like, cool. So no one else just. So oh. wait, you just said that you just said the phrase randomly, didn't follow it up with anything. No, I was because I I was quoting robert oppenheimer from the trivia pur- pursuit question you know and yeah. like just everyone can I, I get it. i need to put a let's put a bookmark in that there's something <laughs> that just came up just now that i want to focus on okay what game are you playing trivial pursuit <laughs> what what game <laughs> what am i saying it weird i'm not gonna say it again <laughs> you're putting the emphasis on the second word and i've never heard it done that way <laughs> trivial pursuit oh my god I don't know if it's wrong. I just I just usually have heard it trivial pursuit. Oh trivial pursuit. You can say it how you want. I don't think it's wrong. I just trivial pursuit. Oh my gosh. Somebody was in hot pursuit. Hot trivial pursuit. (laughs) All right, now back to the quote. So so the the question was about Oppenheimer. You said The quote, and everybody looked at you funny. Well, maybe they didn't. I think I was just in my own head, but I felt weird about it. (laughs) You know what? You don't have to feel weird about being smarter than everyone in the room. Because do you do you remember when you and I went and saw a movie, and I pointed out that the movie trailer was Robin Hood? (laughs) 
yes. and that became a really memorable event for you it, yeah it was very memorable it so, was extremely memorable so and you now, were like that's fine i'm the smartest person in the room <laughs> hair flip you gotta it's that sort of confidence yeah. that makes you rise above thank you the pigeons i've been doing a lot of the uh wonder woman stance lately mm -hmm. you know yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's actually very empowering it i is. have to tell you I, I love it and i feel great every time i do it you should oh we here have he a comes. visitor look at that oh my goodness hello sir he's he's here the cat mm. <laughs> he seems a little bit He's unenthused about it. Uh, he's just not everything. interested. All right, well. He fell asleep while watching the movie, so I think again, he missed most of it. I know. Every time we tell him he's going to be a guest host, I know. He, takes he falls a nap. asleep. It's like, you know. Should have had Mike on. I told Mike he couldn't do it this week because Bear was going to be on. <laughs> so now he's going to listen to this episode. I know. He's going to listen to this episode and he's going to be so sad, Bear. Bear? What are you going to do about that? He's probably going to take another nap. <laughs> That's what it is. Bear's just the most confident, most confident cat in the room. He's like, I know exactly what I'm talking about, and no one else could tell me otherwise. <laughs> I'm like, cool. All right. Okay, just don't go chewing her purse or anything. Not that oh I think he's going to, don't but you might want to move it. Yeah. That's my just coach. Just in case. That's my coach bag. I know. I was like, that looks nice. Thank you. Don't. <laughs> no, I don't think he would, but still, he was sniffing around it. And you know. That's his spot now. Oh, he loves that He's laying spot. down. He's relaxing. He's chilling. Um, <laughs> he was like laying. I like in my when they tuck their little I paws know, underneath them. So like, <laughs> like, he uh, when he was laying in my lap earlier, and I was watching the movie. I was about to like send you a phone and be like, I guess I have to do the podcast from the couch tonight because <laughs> it's illegal for me to move. Yeah. But then stuck. as I was getting my phone, like just picked up my phone, he was like, "Gotta go," and he yeah. left, and I was like, "Hey, that I was gonna do happens. something." I know. I uh, I I saw a meme. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it really quick because it made me laugh out loud. Uh, and it, it's pertaining to dog ownership, but I don't know. Cats might do that as well. But so the meme is like it says like me stands up my dog. You <laughs> son of a bitch! I'm in. <laughs> like the dog is getting up. I love it. And Stella no, used to do that are not like all that the time. All. Like Stella would make me feel so bad because she'd like I'd be sitting on the couch and then she'd sit on the couch next to me, and then I'd get up to like go to the bathroom and she'd be like, "I'm in," and I'd be like, "No, you can relax. You don't have I to know. get up." <laughs> I know. No cats aren't like that. They're like you're getting up. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't notice. I'll be like, I'm getting up to go to the bathroom, and he'd be like. Why you were talking? I didn't. Oh, I, I wasn't listening. I was sleeping, and I'm like, "That's fine. I'll just go by myself." Except for the second I close the door, then he's like, "Hey, what are you doing in there? Let me in!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then you open the door, and he's like, "Just wanted to see. Bye." <laughs> One time, my uh, my friend Emily was in town, and she was in the bathroom, and she you know she had the door closed, and he was gently pawing. And so I knocked on the door, and I said. Bear wants to know if he could come in. <laughs> she let him in. Oh, <laughs> it was very cute. I like how uh, I like how he's relaxing right now, and uh, he couldn't care less that he's he just, is privy to a I show. Know. He gets to see the the behind the scenes. Footage. I know. Are you ready to talk about the movie? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. First of all, I have to. I have to question. I have to ask. Yeah. Um, before we even start, sure. Is Blake Jenner like of the Jenners? I I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. The first time I saw his last name was today when I looked up the cast list, and then in my head I thought, is he a Jenner? So yeah. I don't actually know. I don't either. Um, it makes me wonder. Now I'm like, Darian. 
Oh, he was married to B- Melissa Benoit. Who's Melissa Benoit? Benoit. Benoit. Um, she was that cute one that was named like Marsha in oh, yeah. The Longest she Ride. Is, they're not married anymore? No, they got divorced in t- 2017. Jeez. Did she upgrade? Maybe. She's so, cu- she's so cute. She could probably date Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. No, he's not related to the, the Jenners. It's just a... Hmm. I wonder... Oh, but one of his favorite shows is The Office. <laughs> what? what I, I'm just... Uh, no, I was just... I was going to say something funny, but nothing came to my mind, so I just <laughs> laughed instead as if that was funny. <laughs> you know. It's good. It's okay. Thank you. All right. So, I'm assuming you like this movie because you you were the one that wanted to recommend it, right? Yes. I mean, you recommended it. I've, <laughs> you seen suggested this, I've seen this movie multiple times. Okay, okay. I really enjoy this movie. What did you think of it? I'll let you go first. Okay. You, have, you haven't seen it, right? Uh, no, I've never seen this. This is my first time. Actually, you know what? I didn't even watch it tonight. I'm sorry I lied. This is all just junk. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. I can see that you're laughing inside as you give me that death glare. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was funny. I, I there are parts where I like laughed out loud, and I was like, okay. And then I finished mm-hmm. it, and I went, you know what? I really like that. I thought it was really cute. It was funny. Yeah. Um, I really feel like they captured all of the ups and downs of being a teenage girl. I agree. Like it was, and I feel like the characters were very well developed. And I really like that. I like that the Darian wasn't just like another stupid jock type, you know. Yes. He was actually like a well-developed and interesting character. And, you know, I don't think there was ever any like real moment where I felt like I was particularly rooting for one person. Like all of them, I was like, all of these people have their own issues and they all have the... um like they're all allowed to feel the way that they feel yeah you know and i and it was just a very like human story yeah yeah and so i really like that yeah so i liked it i agree with you it's kind of refreshing um, it is how there's really no villain Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah um and i think that it it speaks to teenage girls but also people in general sort of being their own worst enemy at times and how you can get so stuck in your own head and situation that you think everyone around you is terrible but they're not you know even people who mean mean well for you right and i think that that's interesting and and i think it's really clever i think it's really like legitimately funny and legitimately heartfelt in a way that's not schlocky yeah like we'll talk about it i just want to touch on it but when her and her brother had that heart to heart at the end yeah that could so easily be awfully uncomfortable and badly done but i think that they nailed it and i, I think so too really liked that and um and i think that's really hard to do really hard and i feel like i don't know but i don't think this movie got a fair shake because i think this movie should have gotten i don't know how many accolades it actually got but i feel like i didn't hear a lot about it yeah i don't remember and, hearing about a lot about it either and i think that it, it should be much more renowned yeah I feel like I heard more about Booksmart, and Booksmart yeah. was like barely no, I interesting. I didn't like, think. I thought Booksmart was like it was a whole fine. lot of nothing. Yeah, it like, was fine. Style but I, over substance. I big time. Like I finished that one, and I was like, mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Booksmart. Booksmart was full of like tired tropes that weren't 
they didn't do anything new with them right and this movie well nothing super original i thought they had a totally original take on it i think so too. and i think Haley steinfeld carried it a lot and oh yeah she's very talented and i'm not suggesting the actresses in Booksmart aren't talented. I'm just saying, like, she was handed something that was already well done, and she improved it, which is a testament to her performance and a testament to the director, knowing yeah. what he wanted or she wanted. I don't know who directed it. Um, let's see. Uh, knowing what they wanted, and I think that they really achieved something with this movie. Uh, Kelly Freeman Craig. I swear I just... Kelly oh, is she... uh, an androgynous name. I don't. I still don't know if it's male. Uh, female. <laughs> okay. Female, yeah. yeah. Um, she also wrote uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. talented. And she directed it, too. That's... She's... I'm gonna that go makes, out on a that limb. Honestly, I think she's very talented. <laughs> that makes me want to watch the movie. Like I yeah, was like eh, before, but like I was, I wasn't like eh. I was kind of like interested, but I wasn't like really. But sure, yeah. After knowing that she directs that and she wrote it, I'm kind of like, well, you got my attention yeah. now, Kelly Freeman Craig. <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know that it was the same director, but yeah. anyway, yeah. she's good. And and I, there's something <clears throat> that I wanted to talk about. Well, <clears throat> actually, we should do a synopsis. Okay, so oh, do you want to do it or? Long story short, though, like I said, I've seen it a bunch of times because I it's been streaming for a few years. So every once in a while, I put it on. Mm-hmm. So and even Mike has seen it and he likes it. He thinks it's. Do you it's own good. it or? Where I did you watch don't. it? I don't. It used to be on Netflix. Okay, so I watched it a couple times when it was on Netflix. Did you have to watch it on Amazon? I had to watch it on Amazon Me now too. because I was like, well, when I went when I sat down to watch it on Monday, I was like great get up fire up netflix and then i thought maybe i should just make sure and i checked and i said it's not on netflix anymore i had to pay for it i mean technically you have to pay for every streaming service but it feels so different but you're paying like in the long run you're paying more you know what i mean like why are you paying for prime if i have to fucking buy all these movies i'm not buying them but like renting them and then it pisses me off that they're like you have 30 days to watch this but once you start you only have two and i'm like that as well what's up with the 30 fucking days then amazon like like, why am I even paying for this then? Yeah. You know? Obvious. And also, <laughs> if I rented it, I would have plenty of time. I could watch it as much as I wanted. Yeah. Anyway. But no, you have <laughs> to finish it. What, what's going to happen if I don't finish it in two days? I think they just take it out <laughs> of your queue and you have to re-rent it. I would complain. <laughs> <laughs> and your complaint would go in the suggestion box along they with probably a million other people. They probably they give probably it to They probably would, yeah. honestly. Because they, Amazon be like, is... So sorry. Because I'm one video. of those people and this sounds terrible, but I'm one of those people where like something slightly goes wrong with Amazon and I'm immediately like, hello, customer service. And they're like, hello, how can I help you? And I'm I'm like <laughs> this <laughs> and they're like discount discount and i'm like fantastic thank you goodbye Jeez. i'm always nice about it but you know yeah. they're a huge company jeff bezos can afford to uh waste a couple dollars on me he's he a saying. gajillionaire yeah. he's good he's <laughs> guy went didn't he go to space or something yeah, yeah he's, the, he's gonna be fine he's gonna be fine and i'm like eh, it's my four dollars just give me fucking four dollars okay jeff bezos like whatever <laughs> <laughs> that show inside job you're gonna nickel and dime him into poverty <laughs> oh i would be happy to it would take forever <laughs> um there is you know that show inside job that i told you about that's with lizzie kaplan and oh and yeah. christian slater uh the, he's in it like jeff bezos it's not him but it's like oh, a, his care okay. like a character of him and um there's one point where they're like held hostage on a on a yacht and he's like 
He's like, they won't let me go to the bathroom and I have to stand here for whatever. This is inhumane. <laughs> I was like, and he's like, and I totally don't see the irony of what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I was like, that's good. I love it. And he had like a really annoying voice. He actually kind of sounded like Nick Kroll, but I don't think it was him. But oh. It was a Nick Kroll-esque yeah. person. But yeah. Anyway, so you, you can go ahead and give the synopsis. You want me to? Yeah. Okay. So Nadine is a girl that is on the edge of 17, <laughs> right? And that's the movie. Now, uh, <laughs> what's that song? Um, Just like the white wing. Is oh, that yeah. Edge of 17? Sings the song. Sounds No, that's, w- that's one way. I think that's one wing dove. Which Edge of 17? I, I know there is a song, but I don't know Did how it goes. Did she say one wing dove? I always one just say dove. random. I just say noises. <laughs> just like that wing. I don't actually One know. wing dove, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just like a... I actually hate that song. It's like my least favorite Fleetwood Mac song. Oh <laughs> um, What's the Edge of Seventeen song? I don't know. Is that is that even Fleetwood Mac? It's Stevie Nicks. I don't oh, know okay. if it's Fleetwood Mac. Hmm. I love her. Anyway. Um, except one, for... One second. Okay. I gotta I got play it because otherwise I'm not... I'm not gonna be able to do the show unless we... <laughs> unless we hear okay. what song it is. So hang on. <sighs> Listen, I can't, I can't play it. I can't play the clip right. on the episode. Right. But we just listened to it, and I was correct. And she was right. But Lauren is <clears> correct <throat> about the lyrics, so I think we both win. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. That song always reminds me of Joan Cusack from... Me too! School of Rock! I love it. That's so funny. I love it. Like, I people hate me. They think I'm a bitch. Or something like that. And he's like, no, I don't think I don't think you're a bitch. Like, I, have, I had this friend who was talking to like me and like this guy I was dating at the time, and he was like, Do you guys think that Joan Cusack is like a little sexy? And I was like, Oh, like in Adam's family, and he's like, just like in general. And I was just, like embarrassed, kind of look at his face, and I was like, I totally get it. Yeah, no, like, yeah, like for sure. Yeah. Like I was like, Yeah. I mean, I feel that way. I mean, the the Cusack family is you know, they kind of have like a little vibe about them, you know? It's like, anyway. Oh, no, no I don't remember what it was. Anyway. Synopsis. Okay. Synopsis. So, anyway, it's about this girl who uh, her best friend starts dating her brother. And um, her best friend starts dating, Nadine's best friend starts dating Nadine's brother. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Just want to clarify. <laughs> yes, I didn't even think of that, but yes, you're right. This is an Lannister situation. Um, <clears throat> and Nadine's really pissed about it kind of understandably and uh it's basically about her dealing with this and her dealing with the loss of her dad and it's i mean it has some heavy moments but it's overall like it's a it's a comedy Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so i have to say i knew that the dad was gonna die like right away i was like i was like He's on her side. Of course he's going to die. But didn't you see, like, when I clicked on the movie on Amazon, there was, like, a little preview, and it showed the clip of her asking Woody Harrelson for an extension because her dad died. You didn't see that? Oh, no, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, wow. No. So it wasn't spoiled I at try, all. I try to avoid any I trailer even, I whenever we... I couldn't avoid it. It just came up when I... I oh, I didn't nice. see it, yeah. I always... I try to avoid trailers, um which can be kind of hard sometimes, but I try to because I don't want to have any preconceived notions going into the film. And I've had that before where I've seen a trailer and then I watch the film and I'm like, what, 
what about this you know blah blah blah, whatever or i'm expecting something different and i don't want to have that happen so i just wondered because i it was unavoidable for unavoidable for me so (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just say sounds i don't even say words i love it i thought you said one winged dove so if you hadn't told me that i would have had no idea (laughs) well if you've listened back to the episode you've been like well she's not even saying the words She's just saying sounds. Now <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. That's good. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, you knew the dad was going to die. Yeah, I knew the dad was going to die um, because she talks about how Darian and the mom like really had like they were very close and everything, and Darian was always like super liked by everyone, and I. I think it's I, I think it's interesting just like the the juxtaposition between these two characters because I think they're both very interesting people. I just think that Nadine has um just maybe not had the same level of support that her brother had from the mom and I, I like as I said before, I, I just, there's no, like, real villain or antagonist of this movie, because everyone in it is just dealing with their own shit, and they're dealing it with, you know, in it, in a human way. You know, like, the mom overreacting and, like, trying to throw, like, her stuff away. I was like, well, I think it makes sense. She's really pissed. She's really upset at her kid. You know, her kid disappeared with her car. She's probably, she doesn't want to, I'm sure she doesn't want to get her kid in trouble, but at the same time, like, the kid has to have some sort of you know punishment because she she did steal the car yeah you know Mm -hmm. um and without a license so that's extra not great but i i I don't know i i yes and it was just it was just sad that she especially since she witnessed him die like that was so fucking sad and i i had a feeling as soon as they were pulling up to get those hamburgers the cheeseburgers i was like he's gonna have a heart attack and i like man yep he did Mm -hmm. i was like i knew it i was like damn it i didn't i want i didn't want to be right i wanted to like i wanted the dad to be part of it but sadly it's just they do that a lot yeah yeah well i wanted to talk about that specifically so when i went and saw are you there god it's me margaret small spoiler for that movie but i'm gonna say it anyway because it pertains to this conversation so uh, I was afraid that the grandma was going to die. Uh, Kathy Bates' character, like, dramatic stuff happened in the middle of the movie, and I thought, oh, great, the grandma's going to die. And I was, like, bracing myself for the grandma dying, and she didn't. She didn't oh, die. Oh, good, good. And when the movie ended, I said to my friend Amber, I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally thought Kathy Bates was going to die, and I was really nervous. And Amber was like, yeah, we've definitely been trained by Disney. And I thought that that was such a wise phrase. Like, that's so yeah. wise. And yeah. I've never thought about it, how Disney uses death mm-hmm. to bring a character, to make a character come of age. And and then I, I had a conversation with Mike afterwards. I sort of texted him that phrase. And I was like, it's so, so smart. I've never thought about it before. But Disney does do that. And we are trained. And a lot of movies do that. And we were talking him back and forth. And he was saying that a really good movie, a really well done movie, doesn't have to do that. And so as I was watching Edge of 17, I was like, oh, man, does that mean this movie is not very good? And I have come to a conclusion about that movie. And it's that the dad died not to bring her of age, but to set her 
on this spiraling motion like in this spiraling emotional thing and she comes of age after the dad has been dead for years yeah yeah so i don't think that this movie is weak at all i think that the movie explores the aftermath of a parent dying but that's not the catalyst for her coming of age right does that make right. sense yeah well that's th- the conclusion i drew at least yeah i think that um sometimes movies use the death of a parent to have someone become more mature or something like that mm-hmm. but in this case that that wasn't what was right. happening you know yeah. she like the way that she was acting was immature but she's also a 16 year old girl yeah so Yes, you're gonna act that. I mean, I was like, I saw a lot of myself in this character. Me too. You know, like it was. Oh my gosh, yeah. so much. Yeah. I mean, like I was like, yeah. oh my god, I can. I was like, I am so happy to not be just in that mental state anymore. Of I like, know. I know. The constant anxiety and like, oh, oh my, my god. And I was like, and when she was writing that text, I was like, no, 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 don't send it, don't send it, don't send it. You know. I yeah. I can totally relate to the weird bravado that you would put forth about having sex at that age but when it came down to it sex was terrifying at that age oh yeah i never would have you know like i you know and so i thought that they portrayed that really well where her and her friend were like yeah we could have sex by the fish tanks be kind of spiritual and i'd be like yeah i would totally joke about something as as a kid like right right but my life proves that I didn't date anyone until I was in my early you know, 20s. Same. So I definitely like, was all talk. I was like, like late was, 20s. Yeah. So I was just like not ready for that <laughs> yeah. at all. And I thought that they captured like, it really well. Yeah. And like even I even like how they did the the whole thing with Nick because because I I even felt for him. Me too. Like I was she, like I was like I felt for him like I was like yeah. he must feel humiliated, embarrassed like and it's understandable why he thought that they were going to hook up because the time she, she told said. him that she, he, you know, yeah. but he was never like a creep about it. You know, he was, I mean, he I may have been a little aggressive, I, but he, she, when she was like, no, 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 he was immediate, like he mm-hmm. backed off. So he was never like rapey or anything, you know? No, he was never rapey because she set the expectation that that was going to be happening. Right. That sex was going to be happening. I thought he got a little piggish because he got so pouty when she was like, I just want to talk. And he was like, yeah, you sent me this text about how you want to blow me. And now you just want to talk. And I was like, okay, tone it down, guy. You're being a little bit piggish now. But I still, I agree with you. I, I like, empathize with him. I still think, like, yeah. he's not totally wrong. You did send him a very explicit text. <laughs> like, it was very, like, yeah, you didn't I mean, say, like, let's get together and talk winky face. You said, I want to give you head. I want to feel like I have sex and feel you inside. Yeah. Yeah, like she's literally yeah. like she was saying like in no uncertain terms. Yeah, let's do like, this. We're gonna have sex. Yeah, and yeah. so I felt like he, I felt his reaction, and he's also a teenager too. Yeah, I felt that his reaction was totally appropriate. I do you know, like think, I, I do kind of think he might be a little bit like. Uh, like a little bit of a wildcat because when she well, she, when she, she said he went to juvie well she said yeah juvie made him really hot but when she saw him at <laughs> petland she saw him at petland and she was like i'm gonna give her cat litter and then she said i don't know why i said cat litter i don't even know a cat and he goes cool she was like he's still flattered by her right and then she sends him that super explicit text and he said you're sweet and i was like okay this guy's wild like <laughs> I know. that's not the reaction that like s- somebody 
uh, that isn't just like a little bit on the like limit on the edge would say like somebody would be like um okay thanks or I know, I know. wow but instead he's like I mean he sweet, saw his opportunity yeah, I, so, I get it like if I was a teenage boy probably would be like oh my god oh my I'm about gosh, to have sex yes. with a girl I mean, hell yeah this well, is yeah, amazing like, like, you know I agree with you that I don't think that he was totally in the wrong I do think that he's rough around the edges oh yeah for, for good sure, reason for sure yeah but uh, I don't think that he's a bad guy necessarily but he's right. definitely not somebody that you should date long term maybe (laughs) or maybe lose your virginity i don't think you should lose your virginity to him either Well, and also like there was no like real foreplay like he was going for it and i I was like i was like dude i was like this is her first time yeah i mean i don't know if it was his first i assume that it was not his first time he looked like he knew what he was doing i think he's done it before i think so too i don't think you go for like that sort of car sex unless you've done it before (laughs) because i just can't imagine it being easy but he made it look easy i mean he yeah but he was immediately like i was like okay yep just going in just no okay no <laughs> foreplay that's all right yeah <laughs> you know and that's a that's a red flag that ladies whole, like, that i think that's a red flag scene made me so anxious though like i was just like no 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 no. oh my like gosh <laughs> you know what i you know what i really love about okay we're getting ahead of ourselves i know <laughs> i'm gonna go in i'm just gonna go for it because that's what we that's what we're here for but um so I thought it was really cute. So she spends most of this movie like crushing on him from afar. And like I said, like having all this bravado and talking about asking him out and, you know, be- being quote unquote in love with him and obsessed with him. And so they're hanging out because she sends this, on- she accidentally sends this really explicit text to him <laughs> in a moment of weakness. And, um, oh boy. And so she's. She's riding in his car, and I think that there's just, like, a really awesome moment where, like, you're watching her realize that she is sitting in the car of this person that she's been obsessed with. Like, how did this happen? Right. Like, this does not happen in real... You know what I mean? Like, like right. how am I here? I can't believe I'm here. And uh, and then he's he's sort of driving her, and he's looking really cool, and he's driving her outside of town, and they go to this, like, little wharf area, <laughs> and it's got, like, this beautiful cityscape, and this part, I think, is so well done. She's like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful view, and I it know. just looks so cool, I and know. then he pulls in and parks facing a dumpster i mean I the comedy is so good it's it's like it's subtle but not subtle like everybody right. would get it but right. at the same time they don't really call attention to it as much as they could and i just think it's so amazing and then it's like yeah we're not here to look at the view right. like that's your right. first sign that like right i hope you liked the view because you're He's not gonna like, see it here's until, garbage do you yeah, like it now we're gonna have i'm sex, also like, maybe garbage and then you think like <laughs> losing your virginity facing a dumpster i know like, that's hot and, yeah i mean so i just i sexy. just really like that like oh what a beautiful view and <laughs> i know and she's like she's got like stars in her <laughs> yeah. eyes she's like wow it's so good this is so romantic and then she's like oh a dumpster <laughs> okay <laughs> romantic great um let's see but yeah but back to the train by disney thing is i i feel strongly that this movie doesn't use the dad's death as a catalyst the way a cheaper movie would i think but i also want to say i'm not i don't have total like stars in my eyes I think the dad could have been in the movie and everything could have still played out the same. Yeah. I yeah. don't think it was necessarily needed to have him die. I don't think it hurt the movie. I don't think it was cheap. 
but I, I think, you know, she could still be going through a rebellious phase and her dad could be alive. You know? Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it maybe adds an extra element of, like, just feeling lost and confused and stuff like yeah. that. And it adds to the story of the mom and Darian as well. Yeah, to have big them time. have that, like... Well, because then there's, like, kind of a hint of, like, parent parentification yes parentification um Uh with the with the son where he's like you know every time the mom has like a breakdown she calls him and it's like you need to be calling friends your own age well yeah and you need to be the therapist situation yeah 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 and sure it might be it might be like an instinct to turn to your son but your son's a child and their brain's not fully developed, and that's not fair to put them in that situation, yep. you know? Um, so, I wanted to say, um, well, first of all, I cannot imagine walking in on my best friend giving my brother a hand job. I was like, I would be so fucking mad. <laughs> would be like i'd be disturbed first yeah. of all i don't think i'd ever get that image out of my head i'd be like it would oh, be really so yeah you know? i wouldn't i wouldn't like that either uh, no. not uh, at all i mean she like opens the door and like falls back oh no 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 that's right she's on the floor yeah because she's she's, she's super hungover. She's hungover yeah. yeah and um but just like they're they're giggling away and then she's just like waking him under the covers and i'm like no please (laughs) oh just horrible yeah um how embarrassing oh my gosh i know i know i would not want to see that it's like it's i think that their relationship was pretty cute though i think that they i think it was it it really seemed genuine Mm -hmm. it seemed like and and i like that he was like a genuine character too because again he wasn't like a dumb like um what's that stereotypical jock you know yeah or Um, like a stereotypical typical mean older brother right exactly he was he was kind and he was caring and he you know he said krista's like the one person that makes me feel like i can breathe Mm -hmm. and i was like okay so she clearly means like a lot to him and but I also understand the situation from Nadine's perspective because it's your brother and your best friend. Like here, you don't have, and she doesn't have any other friends either. Yeah. As you know, I mean, I had I kind of floated from group to group in high school. I wasn't really um, like in one group or anything like that. And I had like a set group of friends, but I that I mean that would have yeah that would have really hurt my feelings. You know, um, well I don't know so. if you like. I know the feeling of when you're young and your friend gets a boyfriend mm-hmm. and you don't have one, you automatically become the third wheel if you're even yeah. a wheel at all. Yeah. Like most of the time, you're probably not going to be around them. Right. And when you are, it's going to be, you know, they're together. And right. so the dynamic is immediately different between you and your friend because in that tri- triple like situation, you know, they have more allegiance to each other almost yeah. it's i've been in that situation plenty of it's times awkward. it's yeah and so and i think when you're young like that it's it's worse you mm-hmm. know definitely and uh so i think that she has this feeling that darian gets everything you know he's he didn't go through like an awkward phase his him and his mom get along really well he's happy people at school really like him and now he's taking her best friend away yeah and i can totally get why she would be mad and 
I think she was kind enough to give them the college try when when Krista was like, we're going to a party on Friday. I want you to come. And then I honestly think Krista was in the wrong a little bit to abandon her. I think you have to like, I, I think that Nadine could have gone on like put herself out there and like maybe made some party friends. Right. But I also think that Krista invited her to the party. So she should have said, do you want to come play beer pong with us? Yeah, Instead, I thought she that was, was like, weird. I'm yeah. going to play beer pong with them. And I was like, mm, I don't know, Krista. Like, I don't think right. Krista's bad anywhere else in the movie, but I can see how that could be a catalyst for them to have the fight that they had because it's like, yeah, okay, beer pong is for everyone. Invite your friend. Right, Invite right, your best friend right. who you dragged along as a third wheel. Right, right. To play beer pong. Right, yeah. No, I, I agree. I, you know, and she was, she was talking to like the, what was a senior or whatever. Um, and they were kind of chatting it up, which I think that Nadine became unnecessarily jealous of. But she's also so. 16 years old. Yep. So you have to yeah. remember that. Um, I I feel like I constantly, not like constantly, but I had to keep like reminding myself like she's 16 years old and behaving this way is pretty normal for a 16 year old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, because, so anyway, yeah, I, I do agree with you that <clears throat> Krista could have included her in that for sure. She kind of made her like she kind of alienated her. And I think it was maybe the excitement of being like in the in crowd, you yeah. know? Yeah. But that doesn't give you an excuse to ditch your friend. That's not cool. Yeah. I you mean, know? I can see it from per- Krista's perspective. Oh, totally. But yeah. I, I also feel more for Nadine because I'm like, yeah, like, you could have just said, I'm going to a party with your brother. Do you want to come? And if she said, no, don't force her to come. Or if you're going to ask her to come, include her in things. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, the reason, I think, like you said, you can see yourself in Nadine. And I can also see myself in her. And just like the feeling of being uncomfortable in your own skin, it's it's a terrible feeling. And I felt it a lot when I was younger, uh, like growing up, junior high, high school, probably even college 20s early 30s late 30s you know what i mean like there are just moments where you just i felt it a lot when i was in high school and i can totally put myself in her shoes where you're walking around listless everybody's with their friends and you're like i don't know how to like i don't know how to talk to people because yeah you know well she did she did actually try and talk to someone (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so. I like how that that actress. I don't know who she is. She, she was just in that either. movie, but she does drunk so well. Cause she's like <laughs> feeling pretty good, and I, I just know. thought I that, thought, that I, like her performance. I immediately liked her. Like I, I thought know. she was hilarious. That line she had like what six lines in the whole movie, and she really nailed it. She did. I think. Um, <clears throat> she said. Oh, I said, thanks, girl, at the party for comparing my brother to Arnold Schwarzenegger and me to Danny (laughs) DeVito. DeVito. She's like, what's that movie where there's like Arnold Schwarzenegger? She's like, you ever watch TBS? (laughs) There's this movie. So funny. Twins. Yeah, that's like you and Darian. Your brother reminds me of this like tall, built, good looking Austrian guy. And you're just a short, little weird, like balding. (laughs) Like... Chunky dude. I know. Good luck with life, by the way. <laughs> she reminds me of uh what's her name? Is her name Denise in uh Can't Hardly Wait? Denise. Uh, is it what's her name? She's she the, came with Preston and she ended up hooking up with Seth Green. Oh, I think 
Yeah, I think it was Denise. She sits down next to this girl, and she's like, hey, aren't you in my science class? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we were. And the girl stands up. She's like, pay up. I told you she went to school. And that's like, it's a, it's a trope, but I think it works because it makes you feel I even love more Ken sad Wait. for the character <laughs> I in know. question. Yeah. It's good. Um, I do have to say... I thought that Darian and Krista looked more like brother and sister than Darian and Nadine did. Huh. And that that's like a that's a trope that bothers me. I don't know. I feel like at least they gave them different hair colors, even if their faces looked a little bit alike. But yeah, but they still looked both kind of sandy blondish. I didn't think that, but I believe you that they yeah, probably I, did because I, I I just noticed that a lot. Like I noticed that. <laughs> Like, I can't, well, I can't think of an, uh, uh, I think they do that in movies and shows where it's like almost like the siblings don't look alike, but then like the, the love interests do. And like a good example of siblings not looking alike is Supernatural, the Winchester brothers. You cannot tell me in any universe that Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles look like they're related. I'm sorry, but they do not. They do not look like they're brothers. Like. Not to me, anyway. I don't know. I mean, maybe they had different dads. <laughs> they didn't. I know. I just. I mean, I'd rather have that than have them use like CG to make like. I can suspend disbelief for a familial connection over, like, watching Harrison Ford be thirty again when I know he's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you talking in the new No, I'm just talking about CG. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I'm afraid that if you say that too loudly, then some <laughs> Hollywood studios will be like, I have a great idea. Let's use CG to make them look like brother and sister. And and that will uh, that'll really make oh, me angry because no. I'm like Ugh, Hollywood, I know. I know, I know, I know that they're not really brother and sister and I accept <laughs> it and I move on. You right, know? right. So Wait, did you ever see a Much Ado About Nothing? Yes. Okay. With Keanu Reeves? <laughs> yes, Keanu Him Reeves and, the, and Denzel Washington yeah. were like blood Bro- brothers. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this genetically makes so much sense. Yeah. Biologically, I can see it. I was like, what? <laughs> I do think you have... I'm not saying that you don't have a point. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with you that some actors that play love interests look like they could be siblings. Yeah, yeah. But as long as they're not playing siblings, that doesn't bother me. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can think of, like, numerous. Like, I never watched Teen Wolf, but there were two characters in there. I think it was, like, Scott and crystal maybe or something maybe that was a real like her real life name but i was like these two look like twins and they're dating and it Mm. like really weirded me out and then there was that other one (laughs) that i was into which i can't remember the name of it but it was with manu bennett so that doesn't help um it was like some fantasy show and the girl was dating a guy that looked so much like her uncle i thought they were the same person and i was like getting mad because i was like why can't you just cast someone else looks different it's like i well yeah (laughs) you know Uh, that'd be an interesting conversation if we ever interviewed a casting director i might ask him because there might be something to that there might be like some unconscious bias that most moviegoers have where they like need the love interest to be this sort of attractive the same attractiveness of each other or something and well like have you ever seen there's like a facebook group that's like siblings or not or yeah. whatever uh-huh. that one is scary because <laughs> some of them i'm like they're definitely siblings and then i'll like flip to the next thing and they're like not and i'm like disgusting <laughs> <You know? laughs> like i'm like i'm sorry but 
no there's so many things wrong with this why do you look like your twins you shouldn't be dating this is so weird it's like are you donor kids because (laughs) maybe you should get that checked out it's like a trope in real life (laughs) well it's on the internet so who knows i mean they could all be pictures of brothers and sisters that's true you know but unless you know them personally for some reason i like to to believe that they're not I Let's just say 60-40. Okay. You know? Yeah. I yeah. could accept that. Yeah. I could accept that. Um, what? Oh, I want to... <laughs> so, um, I think I was wrong when I said earlier that, and this was not earlier, but this was like, you know, like weeks ago or months ago or whatever. I said that I didn't like Justin Long. I don't think that's true. I just don't like his characters, I've realized. I don't know him as a person. It's not fair to say I don't like him. Because Erwin Kim reminds me of him. <laughs> no, because Erwin Kim reminds me of myself, <laughs> like a male version of me. <laughs> Not looks wise. I loved him. I thought, like, I thought he was really cute, Listen, but he reminded me of that, like, awkward Justin Longish. Oh, that's of, insulting. No, it's not meant to be insulting. It's meant to be. He's way cuter than Justin uh, he, Long. I agree. He's and I'm not way just cuter. saying that because I thought he reminded me of me. But sometimes he would do the like most insanely. You're way cuter than Justin. He Long. would just do. Thank you. You're he welcome. would do the most insanely awkward like mannerisms and vocalizations, and I was like, oh my gosh, I see myself in that guy. You know, so, he was so cute. He the was entire really cute. Movie. I was like, I was like, yes, Irwin. I was rooting this, for Irwin. Something else that I think the movie did really well and i want to bring it up because we're talking about erwin is that she didn't miss his show mm-hmm. the drama yeah. in the movie wasn't about him at all and i really liked that I, I their relationship too. was so pure i had nothing to worry about she wasn't gonna hurt his feelings and have to like make it up to him or apologize you know what i mean right yeah and i don't like i don't like when they do that Me either because neither. i'm like you're starting out yeah. the relationship on a really negative exactly. note exactly yeah like it's like hey i invited you to something that means a lot to me and you can't even like be bothered to show up yeah. like i'm not gonna waste my time on you because it's clear how you feel about me unless you have like a legitimate excuse yeah you know mm-hmm. totally but if you're you're just like oh i couldn't i just wasn't feeling up to it and i'm like mm-hmm. well you know what i'm sure my mom wasn't feeling up to it when she gave birth to me but she still did that you know, so you know like, well, at a certain just... point biology takes over so <laughs> i don't think she had a choice yeah but as abed says at a certain point the bus drive drives itself <laughs> He says, don't tell any doctors this, but at a certain point, the bus drives itself. Because <laughs> he helped a woman give birth in the background oh, of an episode. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was so happy that their relationship, you know, the, like it was the typical teen drama of her having to realize that he was the better option and she yeah, liked him and he was time. so interesting and so cute. And and he was funny. And yeah. yeah. What, it was, you, what, what was the movie she was quoting? Was it Showgirls? Which one? When the, did she, she when they were under the waterfall? Oh, I thought she was just doing. I don't know. I always thought she was just doing a trope. Maybe she is okay, quoting an I, actual movie because she said it was from a movie. Oh, I always thought she was doing like a movie trope with like the waterfall and stuff. Oh, maybe yeah. she might be. Quote, I may have misunderstood. So maybe she I was. I never I, saw Showgirls. I don't know. I've only seen Showgirls once, but there is a. <laughs> bonkers and like i've tried to look it up on the internet to send it to people because it's so fucking funny it's like the weirdest (laughs) most uncomfortable seriously if you ever get the chance it's kyle mclaughlin and elizabeth what's her name berkeley berkeley yeah i think so and they're like having sex in a pool right (laughs) And he's like really serious, but she's like thrashing, and it looks like she's like having a seizure. 
Jeez. <laughs> it's like, and you're watching it and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe these actors had to do this. Like, this is like, I'm embarrassed for them. Like, this is so bad. It's so, it's so bad. It's hilarious. It is like one of the, I mean, it's, it's the funniest sex scene I've ever seen. It's, it's so bad oh interesting (laughs) maybe she is quoting showgirls i don't know i don't know because they were in a pool when they that's why i was wondering if it was show like that was my first thought was when she said that i thought it was i thought of showgirls okay but again i could be right i saw that movie like years and years ago so i don't remember enough and i've only seen it once so um but (laughs) i like when she went over to his house and it's like a mansion, and she's like, "Man, I should have been nicer to you, Irwin." <laughs> oh, I know the houses—they were like, or the house looked like. Yeah. I thought they filmed in Gross Point, honestly. Like, really? I, yeah, Maybe I was like, I did. thought that house looked familiar, but they didn't. It was in oh, California. Okay. I looked it up. Yeah, there's it was probably in California and Vancouver. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. two very close places. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vancouver they, is Vancouver. Well, just north. I mean, I mean, they they film. I think they film a lot in Vancouver, like many different shows mm-hmm. do because it's just it's probably cheaper to do in canada mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah i thought it was i thought it was cute i thought it was really cute that they i really liked how their relationship progressed me too and and i thought it was very sweet and well done because they kind of like frolicked in the pool and then he showed her his drawings and and you know and and they went to like they went to the fair before that and he tried to kiss her and, and it was awkward but then they overcame the awkwardness right yeah I, he also played her a song that was like you're a dick or yeah like oh yeah 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 because she's like do you want to have sex right now and he's it's like nice. yeah you can tell. i feel like i think the beautiful thing about their like budding relationship is that i assume that he's also a virgin because when she said that you could tell that he had like this look of like scared acceptance like yes i want to have sex but i don't know how to do this and and i think that he was like i'll do it if she wants but he was obviously like very similar to like her like right like he was looking forward to it but he's also like oh Uh, yeah um is this gonna happen and then when she's like i'm just kidding because it's you know we're in this pool (laughs) she said it's from the movie she said something like it's from the movie i need to know i have to look it up up. i gotta look it up girl look it up girl look it up all right let's see like when he the, the thing that reminds me of the that reminds him of me while you're looking that up is when you first meet him she sits down and he's trying to pay her a compliment and he's like cool sweatshirt and she's like thanks and he goes where'd you where'd you get it <laughs> it's just like you I can know. just stop you can just stop at cool sweatshirt but he has to like he has to i don't know he has to like put a cherry on top or something and she's like what my sweatshirt i i don't remember and he's like cool coolio (laughs) (laughs) okay so someone on reddit had actually posted this um but this is from years and years ago it's from six years ago and there was no it wasn't it wasn't solved so let's see maybe there's um hold on Someone mentioned Fast Times at Ridgemont High or Wild Things. But oh, yeah. I forgot about maybe Fast wild, Times Maybe Wild High. Things. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I haven't... I don't even... I don't think I've seen Fast Times. Is that Sean Penn? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Um, I forgot and I seen about wild that. They have sex in a pool house. Her and another guy do. Mm-hmm. So maybe... 
But anyway, 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 I, I, my first thought was showgirls. I don't think that's right, but it it's is a what trope. It is. It's a pool trope, anyway. Right, right. And it was funny. <laughs> and yeah. he's like so grumpy, and I mean, I get it. Like, I would also be like, oh, okay, well, that's. I feel cool. like he might be like grumpy, relieved. Like not that he yeah, didn't maybe. want to have sex, yeah. but but then this song made like yeah, he really, yeah, he like, like don't do that to a man. And she goes, oh, you're a man, <laughs> you're right, a right, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, they were very cute together, though. Uh-huh. I thought I liked that. Th- I liked their relationship, and um, I was worried that she was using him. That's what I was. My one I of think my thoughts. She was well. I don't know if she was, but I think okay. How can I say this? I think it's a valid fear because mm-hmm. early on it kind of seemed like that, but I think she was drawn to him. Yeah, yeah. In a way as well. Right. But was too caught up in her own self to realize it. Because I agree with you that I think if the movie had been, like, had her... It, I think if she had, like, missed his show, then I'd be like, okay, this isn't good. But right, I right. think that she... I agree with you, but I think that there well, was enough where she was, like right genuine what made me what made me like think that she wasn't was when she started looking at his drawings yeah because then i was like okay she's taking a genuine interest in what he's doing that's a good point you know she's complimenting his work because if she was really using him and she wasn't interested in him she'd just be like no i don't don't really want to look at your drawings Mm -hmm. i just want to go home or whatever um so when she did that i was like okay good and that's probably it's probably cool but um so I also <laughs> just have to say, so there's a part where her, where Nadine and Chris are, are in a um, a restaurant, and she's like talking about how <laughs> she gave Chris's dad a yes. Oh my gosh, I love that's such a good moment. I laughed out loud. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> this like, this fun. This movie was very like it was genuinely funny yeah. like there were several parts where i She's, laughed out loud she was you know? moving her hand in a hand job motion i can't remember the dad's name i lewis. think it was like well she's like oh lewis you're so sexy with that cell phone clipped on your belt and i thought that was so funny that was so good and chris is just like okay you can stop now stop now okay we can stop now just so good um so I was wondering, do you think Mona dates, so Kira Sedgwick's character, do you think she dates unavailable men or mo- emotionally unavailable, like intentionally goes for that type? I think it seems likely because something I wanted to point out, and I think that this is a reason why her and Nadine don't get along is because they're basically the same person. Oh. Like, I don't know if you noticed, like, like, I think Nadine had, like, tendencies of narcissism where, like, nobody's problems were as bad as hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, well, she got also in the car. teenage girl narcissism. Teenage girl narcissism. Uh, right. Let's say that. And she got in the car, and her mom was like, so how was the party? And yeah, Nadine was about. irritated me. And Nadine was about to be like, not that great. And immediately, she, the mom's like, Mona's like, you won't believe the night I have. And then Mona's just, like, yeah. putting herself down so that Nadine has to, like, builds her up and and i think they're the same person they like they're each uncomfortable in their own skin and i think that's why they butt heads because they're cut from the same cloth which is probably why the dad was able to be the peacemaker between them right you know because he had the skills (laughs) for that type of personality right yeah um which is i think it's easy to butt heads when you find yourself like my sister and my mom are very similar and they butt heads a lot mm-hmm. and uh, my dad and i are very similar and there's i mean we don't really butt heads but there's definitely like a we're both like kind of stubborn and we can be assholes 
Jeez. <laughs> I, I openly admit it. It's fine. Um, and uh, it, it, maybe not. I don't think assholes is the right word. It's just we, we can be kind of stubborn, like just butts about things. Sure, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that thing that you're telling me I should do because you're telling me I should do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like one of those things. Um, and I, I think it's it's difficult to get along with someone when there's like you can see like so many of the things that you don't like about yourself and this other person, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, which is also why I like these characters is because I think that like especially with Nadine looking at her and how she's reacting to things just it was like being in high school again. Like I was like, shit. Yeah, I would have totally done the same thing, you know, and it's mm-hmm. and I also like am cringing over it, too, because I'm like, oh, I totally would have done the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, I, I really, I really like the way that this movie, I, I'm, I'm glad you suggested it. I'm, I'm glad you liked yeah, it. I'm I was, glad I liked it, too. I, fi- I thought you might because it's such a strong movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there's something I wanted to mention uh, about the dad really quick that I wanted to make sure is there was a really sweet moment in the beginning when she's Nadine is sort of telling about her childhood and she won't get out of the car for school and the mom is like fighting with her and fighting with her and fighting with her and the dad finally intervenes and like coaxes Nadine to go to school and mm-hmm. and there's a really sweet moment where he like puts his hand on the wife's hand so he's not like so there there's no like teaming up against the mom it's just he comes in with like a a different approach and i just really liked that i don't i don't it's such a subtle thing and i don't i don't know exactly how to define it but i just think it's really nice that like the mom and dad were united front even if the dad and nadine got along better than nadine and mona yeah and the dad was still like he didn't like tell the wife that she was being ridiculous for trying to pulled Nadine out of the car he just like sweetly put his hand over her hand and I think that that's I don't know it's just really nice because I think it showed that even though like after he passed away even though there's like a lot of angst going on in the house the the family is sort of built on this like true foundation yeah and it's not like it's not like they truly hate each other you know no and I think that it's well made in that regard yeah I I think you're right I think that I think that um, the dad was just a very, like, calm, calming force. Yeah. And I think Darian's kind of the same way. I think Darian's a little bit more like his dad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And which is maybe why Mona was so attached to him, because she reminded, like, he reminded her of her husband, you know? And I think that's that's totally understandable, especially when, like, it's a sudden loss and it's like this intense i mean i can't even imagine dealing with that sort of thing and and the loss of a a parent anyway when you're young has like profound emotional effects on you as an adult it's really sad um but i i like i like the dad i mean he was only in it for like a minute but he was just so like just so likable you know what i mean yeah just affable likable you know like you're just great character is affable am i using that word right i think so okay good um let's see oh yeah the advice that mona gives her she's like sometimes i just close my eyes and i think everyone is as down and miserable as i am and i was like what kind so of pessimistic? Damn. Like I was like, 
I was like, what kind of damn mom advice is that? I was like, that's crap. Like, don't tell your daughter that. Like, oh, everyone hates their life. Like, great. Thank you, mom. Like, things aren't going to get better. You know, like, I mean, if it were me, I don't want kids. I know I've said this before, but if it were me, I would have been like, honey, you're in a time of your life where things are going to be hard for a while. You know, like, it's, you're growing up, you're feeling a lot of emotions you've never felt before and it's gonna be okay but you need to give it time you know mm-hmm. um but mona's just like mm, nope just gonna tell you some terrible advice <laughs> i was like mona come on <laughs> man like anything yeah. other than that it was just like terrible um so what did you think about uh max mr i Brewer or whatever. Woody Harrelson's character. Mm-hmm. I love his character. I didn't like him at first, but I, I liked I him as, as well. I love how he's he's a father figure for mm-hmm. her, and I like his method of tough love. <laughs> I like how she's an asshole to him. She's and he, such an asshole he to him. He gives it right back to her. He does. And, and then I think it's really sweet, because he, like, she's, she's sort of, she's eating lunch with him, and she's like, you know, like, talking about like she doesn't have any friends and he said maybe nobody likes you and i was like that's so mean but then she like really insults him and then he yeah, comes she was over really to her about it. and he gives her half his cookie and she's like what is this and he's like i'm giving you half my cookie to cheer you up and i just i think he's he's a father figure for I, her yeah. you know he doesn't he doesn't pander to her like she no. comes in and she's like uh i didn't do my homework because my dad died and he's like <laughs> date and time of death and she's like what and he goes when did he die and she said 2011 and it's like 2016 he goes i have a one-year expiration on death of family <laughs> members and i was just and i think well, like, also, the thing I is, like she pulled that stunt and i was yeah. like that is bold <laughs> well yeah and i think that that's that's one of the things where it's like he's safe to do that with her because they have this like connection right right and i i really like it i really i really liked his character i liked that she went to him with the text that she accidentally (laughs) sent and he's like he starts reading it and he's He's like this isn't too bad but then he gets to the sexual parts (laughs) i know i know i love that like um I mean, I didn't I didn't really like when like but I think the whole initial thing of her first coming to him, like the first scene very first scene is her going, I'm oh, gonna kill yeah. myself. Oh yeah. And, and she's you don't like, know their relationship. Right, right. Point. And she's like getting upset and stuff like that. And like then when he was saying like, Oh, every day, you know, I have this girl that comes I was like, All right, fuck you. Like <laughs> she's fucking talking about being su- suicidal, but be an asshole about it. You know she's what I mean? Like, she goes said i'm gonna kill myself i'll probably jump <laughs> off an overpass <laughs> in, uh, into oncoming traffic uh and then he's like that's funny that you came here right now because i was just writing my own suicide letter and he's like every day is never funny but it was a funny 32 minutes scene. of freedom in my lunch hour and every day this exceptionally badly dressed teenager <laughs> comes in and ruins it it's just uh, yeah, I, I didn't think about the fact that if you're seeing it for the first time, you'd be like, "Wow, bold yeah, choices." Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, "All right, screw you then." Like she, <laughs> I was like, "If this girl kills herself, like it's on you because you didn't listen to her." But then you, it was revealed later that you know, as there, as the movie goes on, you're you're kind of more like, "Okay, she's not really." She said she, that because she had just sent the text. Right, she right. was embarrassed. And, I mean, yeah. yeah, and I could totally understand that, and it kind of worked out for her in a way, but also in a like yeah. not in a way but um 
Yeah, I did think that was funny. He's like, it's, it's fine. You're, oh, oh no. <laughs> and then he's he like, said, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, he's just like reading it out loud, and it like, and he's like, and it's just the way he's reading it is like, I want you to touch my tits. <laughs> you know, like, it was very like deliberate. And he like looks and, like, at her and then looks back down at the phone. <laughs> it was just like it was. It was just good. It's he's. He's got like this. I I like Woody Harrelson. Me I think too. he's a very, um, I think he's a good multifaceted actor. You know, like I I've agree. seen him in serious roles. I've yep. seen him in um, comedic roles, and I think that he just he's he's good. You know, mm-hmm. um, what was I? I was thinking. Did you ever see White Men Can't Jump? No, it's it's not that good. Uh-huh. But he, I think he's in that. I yeah, want, he is. Yeah. He is a complete piece of shit in that movie. Oh, I wow. hated him. You're not supposed to like him. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he's like Rosie Perez is in it and they're dating. And there's a scene where he gets mad at her and he just like dumps like a glass of water on her. And oh, I was like, geez. I was like, winner of the year. She dumps him later. And then he's like, babe, take me back. I'm all successful now. And she was like, <laughs> no. And I was oh, like, thank God. Nice. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was watching wow. that movie. I was like, girl, do power. not take him back. He treats you like garbage. And she yeah. was like, nah. I was like, you should have dumped him the second he dumped water on you because the level of disrespect is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, big time. But anyway, I don't know why I mentioned that. Um, No, that's okay. I and she was watching Futurama. Nadine was like, Yeah, I saw that with the hypnotoad. Yes. I, I liked the drama. I liked when the teacher, what's his name? Mr. He's like Bruner. Brun. Mr. Bruner. Bruner. So I, I liked in that in that moment when she's showing him the text message and he's like, Look, why don't you take the day, like, skip my class, get yourself some frozen yogurt. And then she's leaving and she's like, Can I have money for yogurt? And he gives her money. He's like, I want change. (laughs) I love it. It was such a dad thing, though. But I I love when he, so she, after the whole thing with uh, Nick, right? That's his name. Um, So she leaves and she's at like a donut place and he picks her up. Like she calls him, which I understand because she did steal her mom's car. Because he gave her his number and he's like, If anything happens, just, you know, call me. Right, right. And so he picks her up and I like that he put like money in the tip jar. He's like, You didn't buy a donut, we'll just put money in the tip jar. And then they go to his place and she's like, There's a baby here. (laughs) And he's like, What? Where did that baby come from? (laughs) And I just like. I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about this scene because mm-hmm. I, I really like this scene for on a level that I'm it might be hard to put into words but like I don't know if you've ever had a time in your life or a situation in your life where things just feel really chaotic and then you oh, yes. go to somebody's you just like go to somebody's house that you don't normally go to or you hang out with somebody you don't normally hang out with or you see a glimpse into somebody's life and it's so peaceful and you're just like a fly on the wall and you just sort of wish you could stay there forever. Yeah. And I think they did a really, really good job with his portion of the movie and going to his house. So she just had like a terrible day with her mom, a terrible yeah. week with her friend and her with Krista and Darian, a terrible night because of the Nick situation. Yeah. Big and her time. life is just in total chaos. And he takes her into this like quiet house with a with the baby and his wife. And they make her like grilled cheese, and she's just kind of like watching <laughs> she's him. She's like a little kid plate, yeah, like <laughs> a little tiger print plate or whatever. And she's just sort of watching him play with the baby. And I think that you can like, you just feel like 
you know, like adopt me as like a pillow. I just want to be like yes. a pillow in your peaceful house. And I really think that that's interesting. I, I don't know. I think they captured that feeling really well because I've definitely felt it at various times in my life. And it's hard to, to convey. I no, think. I, I, I think it's like, um, it's kind of like, you're just so frustrated and you're stressed out and you're overwhelmed and you're like my brain is just hurting i just need a brain break you know like just remove my brain temporarily i'll take like a week off don't have to think about anything i'll just do like the things to keep me alive just you can just leave part of my brain in there just to to keep me alive you know maybe some a little fear so i'm like afraid of fire you know frontal lobe stuff because that's frontal lobe anyway um People that have injury to their frontal lobe tend to be um, like very violent and aggressive. Like people that uh, end up being like serial killers usually have frontal lobe damage. Just really? FYI, yeah. Interesting. Um, and um, anyway, and and so you just you kind of come into this place and you're like, it's just so nice. There's no yeah. chaos. It's I can just breathe for a second. I don't have to worry. I can just focus on the moment. And it, and it is not it's really nice but then you're yeah. you're like you know that you have to go back to that chaos cuz it mm-hmm. is your life you know But I think that they also like it gives you hope because you're looking at people living life the same as you're living and somehow they're doing it right Train it's a train yeah <laughs> uh, um so you, you know you, I don't know like it can give you hope and you're just like this is they have achieved something here so i know that it's possible mm-hmm. almost yeah. and the wife even says like whatever you're going through it's gonna pass i went through some some things in my life too and now look where i am and he's, he's like, like the face of hope yeah Woody Harrelson. <laughs> i just i don't know I, I just think like yeah you know you have to go home after moments like that but then like when things get really crazy you can sort of think about this situation where you're like no there is something the what i'm looking for like, like this piece is achievable i don't know i think that it's really i well know done. i think it's i think it's nice i think mm-hmm. it's a it's a nice feeling because i think that it kind of temporarily takes you out of what you're feeling to make you go it's gonna be okay yeah i just have to get through this yeah you know yeah and people care about me and people care about each other yeah and, and he clearly know. does i mean yeah it, Cause I, I mean, I just the <laughs> the entitlement of her teenageness, you know, like she, she, like again, this is just totally a teenage teenage thing, you know. Yeah. And but you know, the brother comes there, and she's like, "I'm not getting in the car with you. I'm not getting in the car." And and he's just like, "Okay, fine." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I'm like, "Don't put your poor teacher yeah, out. Like he wants to go to bed. House. Yeah." literally is saying to his wife i'll be there soon yeah. because he knows that like she's gonna be picked up but then he has to go and drop her off who knows how far away it is you yeah. know and it's just like i was like girl like don't do that just go with your brother go just, with your, you yeah. know like nothing bad's gonna happen you trust your brother you know like come on it's but i again it's it's the entitlement of a teenager yeah. you know it's that it's just that's and just how their brains work yeah like because watching it i felt kind of secondhand embarrassment i'm like don't yell they're just they're putting a baby to bed i know, like, you I know? know. <laughs> but um but then uh i like oh lord he's coming <laughs> kitty's up oh oh my hello the train woke some, him up do you have something to say bear 
But um, so I I think that that moment on the driveway with her and her brother is really good because the brother sort of reveals like all the ways that he's been trapped. Like the mom leans on him for everything when the mom should be the parent, but she makes him be the parent, and he's like, "Do you, oh my gosh, he like <laughs> he slipped, slipped off. He slipped off your lap. I know he's okay. He's uh, fine. He's like." you think i i like being like having to drop every because he was at some sort of like awards thing oh yeah yeah sports thing and he had to leave it and he's like you think i like having to drop everything because mom's having problems or you know you think i like having to look for school like colleges i know because i'm afraid of what will happen if i leave and i think that that woke her up yeah woke nadine up and then because she apologized yeah yeah mr bruner takes her home and i thought it was really sweet when he's like i know that like i don't know how to say this but or, or he says something like we both know what needs to be said here get out of the car <laughs> I know. and i thought that was, I was sweet. like waiting for some profound she, yeah like, and he was just like get out and of the I car and i think they nailed that as well and i like how she she gets like halfway up the driveway and she looks and she like kind of looks and waves and he has this like fatherly look like proud look yeah on and i think that's really sweet it and, is sweet and i really <laughs> like so that's so she goes in to the house and she knocks on darian's door and i think that they have like a really believable heart to heart for brother and sister where she just says you know like i sometimes i'm floating outside my body and i'm seeing the way i'm acting and i hate the way i am but i don't know how to change it and i in and i like how he just gave her a hug i thought that was really he didn't like he didn't really say anything he just hugged her and it was like a very it was like a very much like a I forgive you hug, you yeah. know. It was very like enveloping and all encompassing, like a big bear hug. Yeah. Like this guy. Like a big kitty bear hug. Like a kitty bear. He's on the table being pet by both of us. The luxury. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oh, I hear purring. Jeez. See. All right, listeners, you ready for this? Wait. You could just tip your just use the whole just this whole stand. Oh, your motor's running. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say. <laughs> motor's running. Yeah. His little, his little furry motor. <laughs> and you're leaving hair everywhere. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh my gosh, it's so loud. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about the quote so early on when she's drunk and she's she's like throwing up in the bathroom and Krista's helping her and Nadine's like how do you even like me? I hate me and I just realize I have to live the rest of my life with me and yeah. I think that's pretty good sentiment. Like I feel like everybody and their brother may have felt like that at some point. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think yeah I don't I feel like a person's lying if they've never had moments where they didn't like them. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on. Like, you've always liked yourself, even as a teenager. And where you realize on. that, like, you know, like, I'm not going to become someone different. Right. I'm going to be this person, so I have to find a way to make it work, you know? So, so he's just so cute. He's, he's loving really, it. He has a really he itchy ear. It. <laughs> he is loving it. Yeah. So, um,. I actually Oh, okay. Well let's talk about Irwin's film. Yeah. Let's talk about film. Okay. Yeah. So um so it was kind of funny that it's <laughs> I love that he has like somewhere an animated not Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um that was a, it was a cute film. but when he walked out and she went, I know that that film was about me, I was like, Psh, 
All right. I don't think I would be that bold. I would have never been yeah. that bold. I would have never assumed that. I mean, even as a teenager, yeah. I would have never assumed that. I would have been like, that was a great movie. It was a great, you know, short film. Like, you did a really good job. But I would have never been like, I know that it was about me. Because yeah. he immediately was like, well, it wasn't about you. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't about you. And then he's like, just kidding, it was. And I was like, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was obviously about her, but yeah. I still wouldn't have been as bold no. to say that. Oh, we, let's talk about. So earlier, before she goes to his show, she gets. It's the next morning from when her and Darian had the heart to heart, and uh, he oh, is Kitty, so loud. And in uh, that, Darian and uh, Krista are in the kitchen, like eating breakfast, mm-hmm. and and she sort of makes amends with them, and yeah, she, he says like, "Have a good day," and she goes. You as well. Have a good day. Yeah. And then Krista's like, "Can I call you later?" And she's like, "Sure." And so they're, you know, they're they're gonna be friends again. And well, and and also Nadine leaves, and Krista says to Darian, she he, she goes, "I missed her." Yeah, and I, was like, Aww. I thought that was really sweet I know. as well. So cute. Yeah, I I wrote it gave me the feel goods, <laughs> the feel goods, <laughs> and I and I underlined it three times. <laughs> I liked how after she so back to the video thing. Um, I liked how she after she said to Ir, you know like Irwin she's like I know it was about me and they joked and and then he's like come on I want you to meet some people and they go to this group and she's sort of like left out for a second but he like brings her into the group and yeah. I think that's really cool last shot where he's like I do too. this is Nadine and it's like he's including her and yeah you know and, and I think that that's really well done I think so too and I think it's also the start of like yeah, your friendship is, you know, being rebuilt with Krista. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you're not alone. You're going to be okay. You have other people that care about you, yeah. that love you, that you're yeah. super... And you are capable of being loved and being surrounded by people that care about you, yeah. you know? And I just... It's like, I don't ever think Nadine was an unlikable person. I mean, she no. may have done unlikable things. But right. again teenage girl yep and it's and i think i just think that this movie was i think it hit the nail on the head as far as how teenagers act and mm-hmm. how and it's just i liked it i liked you know, it i really I like it liked too. it i yeah. really liked it it made me like i'm smiling as i'm saying it right now you know it made like, me I like i kind of want to like put it on when i get home that's how much <laughs> should, i like it yeah should. you only have two more days I, was, so. I only have two more hours i don't oh, remember shit. i ordered it on monday night oh so shit yeah it it's be, wednesday i actually might yeah. have to rent it again oh no i should have recorded oh, it no. on my phone so i could <laughs> bootleg. i should have bootlegged it on my phone oh let's hear some last little purrs from the baby He's rubbing, rubbing his, his face. face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the gentle purrs. The gentle bears. Yeah. Theodore Cliff Von Bearcat. Catton. Catton. His his real name is Theodore Cliff Bearcat, but his his uh his fancy name is Theodore Cliff Von Bearcatten. Oh. <laughs> yes. So Cliff after Brad Pitt's character from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah so would you recommend him. the movie? Absolutely. Yeah. And do you? Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. It was fun. I think it was well written, and it. I think it also hit on just being a girl. You know, 
Yeah. I, no, I'm checking. I know. I'm yeah. looking. I know. I know what you were looking for. I've been looking the whole time. Don't worry. I started thinking about like, oh my gosh. What well, that's why I picked him up earlier. Yeah. Because his little butt was like, I'm just going to sit right down in here on the recording. Yeah. And I'm going to turn it off. And I was anyway. like, don't. Your tiny butt. You tiny butt. Your yeah. sharp tiny butt. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I agree. It does capture teenage teenage girl teenage emotions yeah teenage friendship girl friendships it's good Mm -hmm. it's good so yeah i think that's it yeah yeah if you like our podcast uh go to itunes please give us five stars it helps us out and thank you so much to mike myers for our theme music yeah you can find him on twitter at the mike show 42 thank you mike thanks mike bye-bye